much preaching. You are now locked into the Preacher Says Podcast. We're here to free the real of the transitional struggles Christian women face. We will be better and do better. Welcome back to Preach It Sis, a Preach It Sis, a Preach It Sis. Today you are joined by Abby Soye, Kenya, and Roslyn. As the, the usual disclaimer, Joe's not here with us today, but we are praying for her and hoping that she will join us soon. How y'all ladies doing today? Pretty good. Guys, the weather's so beautiful. Honestly, it, it is. It was 26 degrees yesterday, that was Saturday. <laughs> It was, it was Friday, rather. Who got plans today? No child. I'm not going to recoup from my Friday. Tired. <laughs> oh, what did you do? I just went out. I went to, um, is it Luna Cinemas? So basically, the drive through cinema that they do in America. I think Kenya. Kenya yeah, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. one in Ali Paddy that we're going to next week. Oh, nice. Oh, cute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. It's pretty cool actually. Give you they give you a speaker inside of your car. Um and then you can oh. order food and stuff like that through like this app or yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's really cool. Did you did you order food or did you take your own? I brought they actually sent me an email saying that I can bring my own because I was saying to Kenya, uh, like how did you hide your food? <laughs> but we didn't have to. Yeah, yeah. So I brought my, I brought my, my tortilla chips, my, my salsa, my jalapenos. I had a good old time. Powerful. Yeah. How's how's your week been though? I want to start with Kenya because I need to hear some excitement first of all because Kenya always comes with same old week. Um. Yeah. Was I'm joking? (laughs) (laughs) No, it was Monday to Friday was the same old. Uh, Monday to Thursday, sorry, it was the same old. Um, officially finished school on Wednesday, so now your girl's on holiday for the next six weeks. Wait, sorry. You people were on holiday because of COVID, and you went back just to still go back on holiday. Ooh, the shade! The what? shade! doesn't know nah. what to do! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, what? Who, who was on holiday? You, y'all, y'all stayed at home. <laughs> Go back for six weeks. No, no I enjoyed. Wow, Kenya, Kenya is not. Kenya is Lord, still as deep. What I'm is God forgive them for they do not know. What's <laughs> <laughs> so we, you... we were not on holiday. We were not on holiday. We were working from home like you guys were. Uh. So it was quite different. So some people were doing lessons online, like actually teaching the kids and whatever else, and other people doing other stuff. But no, I was going into school actually. From the moment we went into lockdown, I was th- I was still going to school. At least f- at first, it was one day a week, um, and then after that, it then became three days a week. So, okay, I've been working at okay. home and at school. I take that back, sis. You know, being a care a key worker, or you know, key worker. You know, that look, we need to be doing claps. <laughs> you know, it's true. You know, I, the other day I said for your key workers. The other day, someone said, "Oh, look, you get di- NHS get discount for whatever." Uh, key workers discount and all they showed was the nhs i said so where's the teachers where's the drivers where's our symbols like are we not key workers where's our symbols where's our symbols i said all key workers lives matter what do you Tired. mean 
No. What do y'all mean? I know I... that's 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 true. My sister was so triggered when they used to do this key worker, sorry, um, NHS claps, you know, because she was like pharmacists, especially they get it a lot because a lot of the doctors they can't actually see their um patients, so they will right. they will see them virtually, and then they will just like put a lot of work on pharmacists for them to go and yeah. like get their advice from them and get medicine right. and stuff like that. And she was like, but no one was mentioning. So I think the pharmaceutical body they wrote to the government that they need to be showing appreciation to the pharmacists. So I said, go on, go on, child. All of this politics where uh, us lot, some of us are just home thinking, when will they let us out? <laughs> for real. I had a play date with my niece yesterday. So we went to the park, had ice cream, and then we went back to her house. And we literally paid Barbie dolls and ponies for like three hours. Lord have mercy. That's so cute. Well, three hours, sorry, but that's still cute. I was repeating the same thing. Hey, mum. Man, I'm tired. I said, Fleur, I'm tired. And she looked at me. She said, I'm not tired. Okay, you now need to make them speak. And I said, okay. Yes, ma'am. Oh gosh, was it? How was your week? My week was was good, better than last week. Oh, good. Yeah, it's good. good. Nothing exciting. And your leave coming up soon? Yes. Actually, I might be going away, so I'm excited for that. No, not out of the country. No. Okay. Okay. Maybe like a staycation. Oh yeah, because you were going to have a a a vacation. With your with your linen tops and, and trousers, I know. <laughs> We're trying to come for me with a linen trousers, but it's all right. It's all right. We we have to wear the linen trousers till we can off it soon. So it's fine. <laughs> oh gosh! Well, I know we all are aware of um, Friday's table talk, the anticipated table talk with Will and Jada. And I know a lot of people have been talking about entanglements, but we, we, need to, we need to talk about it, get into it, and explain how we're getting out of it. Because 2020, 2021 and onwards, there will be no more entanglements in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So we're going to talk about it with you ladies and gentlemen today um, and break it down and share some tea. Not too much, but some little droplets of tea. <laughs> so first what what is entanglements because like what what is the definition because really and truly okay well according to the dictionary an entanglement is a complicated or compromising relationship or situation so it's basically a situation basically in one word yeah situationship but wait, would you say that Will and Will and August had oh, Will and August? Sorry, would you say that Jada and August had a situationship? Because it seemed like it was a relationship. Oh, well, slightly complicated now because she was still married. Yeah, no, yes. but that's why it's complicated. But I don't know what. Let's let's Google a situationship. Maybe okay. Can they keep yours for entanglement? All right, I got it. And then. So a situationship is a romantic relationship that's undefined or uncommitted. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, entanglement so is not a situation. No, no, no. Entanglement is not a situationship. Yeah, because oh. they knew what they were. Yeah, that was definitely because you can be in a relationship or you can be in something that you're both committed to. But I don't know. It? I feel like I feel like it, it looks like situationship one, 
a step higher is entanglement <laughs> a step higher is like for i don't know an actual relationship exclusive um, marriage at the top yeah yeah okay okay so entanglements are relationships that are basically a mess basically basically did she say that they were fully boyfriend and girlfriend will said it that's why he was like say what it is he was say what it is and she kept saying entanglement yeah. it was entanglement In entanglement but august okay but the aspect of it is complicated or it's compromising so when i think when i think about that i what comes to mind is that sort of relationship will always involve a third party it's not just oh it's not just you and somebody else so something is complicated because somebody else is involved and it's compromising because I don't know, maybe sometimes someone, by someone being involved, you have to compromise on what your standards are or what generally would be required to actually be in an actual relationship. So you're in a relationship, but there's other stakeholders involved. Oh, complicated being someone else is involved. Can't it be complicated even if it's not, even if it's just you two? Isn't that a situation? No, but, but like I mean, entanglement, there's... We are all intertwined. We are all, <laughs> we are all together. It's like, did you did you see um Emmanuel's tweet with the the entangled <laughs> Oh, the headphones. Yeah, at the time that the video came out. So um, Pastor Eman, he kept posting about all these entangled wires, and he's like, people say, Pastor, I am, and he'll post a picture with wires that are just bad and bad tangled um yeah i feel like it's very like this is is uh, as the word says it's complicated but please don't, don't just to clarify i do i do believe that you could also be in an entanglement where it's just two people mm-hmm. it will just look different yeah 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 i find i think in my mind like entanglement there tends to be like these deep deep issues that um that can create complication and compromise basically so um i don't know if i should go into the jada thing but um jada's desire to just want to feel good creates a complication if that makes sense in her in her relationship with august it it's also compromising slightly like poor august you know really poured himself into her and she just wanted to feel good do you know what I mean? It went from, oh, yeah, we're here to just help him to now I'm just taking from him what I need, even though he's still a broken person or whatever yeah. else, which makes it quite complicated. And then obviously she still had her husband, even though in their minds they were, they were just going to go their separate ways. But you are still married as well. Like that's, yeah, till you're divorced, you're still married. Do you know what I mean? So you're still, yeah. to a certain extent, committed to your vowels and whatever else. Um, but yeah, her entanglement, I feel like sometimes it's just like deep, maybe some deep issues when you said that she wanted to feel good i feel like that is like the basis of a lot of these type of relationships the 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 state of feeling good even if it's just for like moments that people hold on to that in these messy situations Mm -hmm. and that's what enables the situation to continue and for people to kind of ignore signs or ignore things that are like obvious obviously shouldn't be happening because yeah. of that element of but i feel good and i can hold on to those like mm-hmm. yeah 
Okay. So then with that being said, we, can we say that we have experienced some type of entanglement or entangled relationships, be it compromising or complicated? When, when we gave the definition of complicated, I don't think I've ever been in a situation where somebody is like, like an additional person being, being there. But I think, I think I'm more, I've been in compromising more than complicated situations. Mm. I've been in situations where like I've put, I've been in a relationship with somebody or a, t- a coupling with somebody. Um, and where, whether it be, I think I've mentioned before, not having, the, not sharing the same values when it comes to what I stand for, what we stand for created or put us in situations that really I shouldn't have been in. Um, so compromise situations in that sense, putting myself in a situation where I know when I'm with the person, I'm enjoying the time that we're having, but we're, we are either doing stuff or putting ourselves in situations that are, is compromising my faith, compromising mm. my self-esteem um, and just living in the moment. Um, and I feel like I did that a lot. It was just like living in the moment, enjoying it and then having regrets. While I was having regrets for myself, I was also growing resentment towards the person um that I'm in because it's just like you know why are, why are you putting us in this situation whereas I'm we're all able beings able bodies in these situations um but I'm the one with the conviction mm. so it's it's really important what I've learned is really important to be with people that are aligned with you because otherwise you'll just grow to resent you'll grow to resent yourself and you'll grow mm. to resent them and it becomes very uncomfortable um mm. So yeah, so I've been in compromising. Complicated, I don't know. What about you ladies? Um, I've been in several, <laughs> several entanglements, compromising, complicated. I'm trying to think, we, I don't know which one to share. So I don't know, maybe a few examples. I've been in situations where you're involved with somebody or seeing someone um, and then, you know, it will come up that, oh they have somebody and then that somebody might reach out to you and say sis who are you so i've been the person where someone has said who are you i've been the person that has said the who are you to the other person Um, i've been in situation i think with this whole entanglement thing for me what what um is like a constant reminder or of how people do not realize that in the situations that most entanglements you can't really give your all like in these situations you can never give your your you can't give your all so for me back then i don't think i i was i didn't really equate relationships to like being good i'm a very much of a what do i have what what can i gain from it kind of person in life and so it when situations like that were just really messy it was kind of like okay what next what can i what else can i supplement to meet that missing piece of that mm-hmm. relationship and so what i realized was that being in complicated situations had created um a multiplier effect of getting into more complicated situations because Mm. you're always trying to use one to fill the gap that the one has created a a lot of those things is it's a is a me issue i don't see as a uh, like a 
a person like a relationship issue or it's a heart issue it's not so much that you being in that kind of relationship or me being in that that com- that complication was a reflection of my heart issues that I had I feel like entanglements are the norm like we are in a and it may be because of um tv that we watch you know like when we're watching love and hip-hop and all that madness that you see in entanglements like it's normal that you know you become like when you're in it you're like oh this is actually okay like not that it's okay but it's like this is what i should expect like i should expect to be in these crazy situations when i need to come to the woman as a woman you know and i need to do and it's and it's not it's not it's not right but I, I do feel like our society now, it's like, this is, yeah, like being in those type of situations where you're confused for, for a period of time or when um, you don't know where you stand or when there's third parties involved. It's like, it's expected, sis. But it's, it's, it's not right. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. I feel like, I don't even know if it's expected I just think that sometimes you find yourself involved in this, these situations and you don't realise. And once you actually realise the nature of it, you're, you're too invested to easily walk away. So yeah. you're just now trying to selectively um, choose what it is you're going to give your energy to. So like one example, one that, oh, that situation. It, I, so one, I remember when I graduated, I um I had done like all my internships and stuff like that and I graduated with no grad job and it was that that was probably one of the worst moments in my life um so I basically I had to go and do I had to go and do do a job that I just didn't want to do I think God wanted to really take me through um, that process of just humbling me because I spent a lot of my time at university saying like, like my friends always tease me like they were like oh sometimes I'd be like well I'm gonna I'm gonna when I see you at a bank I'm not gonna be talking to you and like all these kind of like stupidness and so yeah like I basically had to go and work in retail and I remember it was it was just it was heartbreaking for me it was a reminder that that made me feel like um, I'd done all this work and then I'm here and I, I just felt like a failure and I remember that I was in a um, I was in a relationship with this guy and because of just how crappy life felt then I literally was holding on to him like this right and um, he he was just like out of all the guys I've known that have lied it's not like he treated me badly but he was just such a number one liar like he would just lie about everything like he so I, I remember around that time he I've I've always known so before me I had always known that he had he was in a relationship with a girl that to my knowledge he had um they were over but um w- within the ups and downs of the relationship it was obvious that you know the girl was around and stuff like that but I remember in that time because I was just so so overwhelmed with everything that was going on and I knew that he was talking to the girl and he was doing all these things whether I was the main girl whether I was the side piece who knows but it's just like I didn't care I just really needed him to still be there and it's like I remember that there came a time where um I don't know I think he had to like choose or whatever and um and he said he wasn't sure and has to be okay with it and I, I I I cannot I don't, like that situation. I just remember that having to walk away from that, it it hurt me so much because I knew it was right, but to walk away from it. But it also, I just felt like 
it made me feel like a a failure or some something was that sort but it was very painful and it was very difficult and as toxic as I knew that it was and I was always saying the relationship was toxic and it's not right and it's dysfunctional it was just very difficult you know and so I think that sometimes it's like these situations um it's just it's a they're more of a reflection of where you are like when you Jada and Will sorry Jada and August both of them said that they were in a really terrible time in their life they were really trying to figure themselves out and I think that when you're when when you're in that kind of weird place in your life a lot of the time your your lens is already warped and so you view things in a very weird way you view things in a way that you know this is not right but you just don't care. You just there. Uh, you're just. You just want to hold on to just a little piece of happiness that you now deem it to be, and um, yeah. So I just think that sometimes I don't think people want that. I just think that um, it's a it's a reflection of where we are in our lives, and the roots of it is yeah. dealing with us as yeah. the individual. Um, because when you don't, it's very hard to walk away from that situation. Yeah, and I'm just thinking about myself. Um, oh, yeah, there's been a time when I was when I was younger. I don't know if I would say it was even my boyfriend. But anyway, my mum, what I used to, what was, I guess you could say, my man crush for like how many years when I was younger. Yeah, I was definitely the other girl. And like people would come and tell me and I'd be like, well, I ain't seen her around. I ain't seen her. I ain't seen this. So it ain't a problem. Do you know what I mean? And this guy would be, he was sure that he would be onto me and stuff. So I was like, well, what, what y'all talking about? Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely reflective, as you said, Rosin, of where you are as an individual. And like I was saying, like, I know that when I was younger, I definitely um, struggled with certain things because of my daddy issues. So things like rejection and whatnot. And this is someone who's paying me attention. So I'm gonna, you know, dish it out to him. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I'm used to being rejected by my dad and whatever else. So yeah, I've definitely been in a compromising I guess you would say compromising, yeah. Because I also my worth, like I'm worth more than that. I don't deserve to be the, the the coleslaw, the corn on the cob. Do you know what I mean? Oh my I better days. be the I better be the 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 hot the hot hot, hot half chicken. Do you know what I'm saying? No Perry Tamer. I'm so done. Not Perry Tamer, no. Because mm. that one that was a sweet one. Mm. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say. Um, do you think that entanglement also occurs because of the need for or the desire for companionship? What keeps us in those situations as well as not really, as well as um, based on what we're going through, it's also that this desire that we have, this innate desire that we have um, for companionship with people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I think a lot of the times when you spend a lot of time with somebody as well, you are invested in them and you know, you become friends. It's weird because I know people say, oh, you people need to be friends before they get into relationships. And I think a lot of people, when you spend a lot of time with people, you naturally, become I guess friends. there's, you naturally do become friends. Um, so even when they're messing around and they're doing all this stuff, you, you're like, that's my companion though. That's my, you know, that's my friend. Like we've shared things together. We've, we've, um, they've been there for me, for me through the dark times, even if, They've also created the dark times in, mm. as well. They have been there for, for me when I've needed them. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons as well. I can say from my, from my point of view, why I have stayed longer with somebody that I shouldn't have been with um, because of that companionship element. 
what do you what do you think ladies yeah i agree with that and i also think we hold on to them because of the temporary pleasures that they give us um in, in whatever form it might appear so yeah we, we want that companionship but also there are the the little moments of pleasure that they give us and we hold on to that and we love it do you know what i mean um um whether it's the way that they hug you you know whatever you love it you hold on to that you know what i mean that's what that's one thing that keeps you there those people who are having who are being intimate sexually you know those moments that's what keeps them there because you know what the d is good or whatever however they want to word it so some some of these like temporary little pleasures (laughs) some of these temporary pleasures are what also keep us there outside of companionship yeah um i I I I can see that. I can see that how um I just think human well first of all, God made us to desire companionship and we are we are built in a way we des- we want to be with somebody. And so when you're in a in a in a, a dark place, it feels it's very normal to want someone to go through that with you, be it they started it with you, be it they there to be a shoulder to cry on. Um I think is very, I don't know, I just, I think it's normal because it is it's some sort of escape from what your reality is. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And you can constantly have that with that person, right? But mm-hmm. I guess for me, my question is, how do you actually identify that you're in this sort of situation? And because it's very easy to not feel like your situation is toxic. As I said, in hindsight, my situation was very wild and stupid. At that time, I knew it was, or maybe I, it just didn't look that bad to me, child. It was just like it is what it is. He treats me right, so that's the most important thing. Okay. Did you have um, in that time? Did you have people? I guess that you would speak to about things. Ooh. So the Shit. thing is, I did, but I wasn't. Te- you know, when you're doing something that's bad, you don't tell your your girls about it. Depending on how bad it is. Like I don't, so I don't think I wasn't telling anyone about it. Like they knew that oh, this ugh, this guy he stresses me too much and stuff like that. But my my friends like they didn't know that I was still involved with him. Um, oh, yeah, and even like with the difficulty that I was experiencing as well, I wasn't. It was just very unlike me to be in that weird space in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, because as you guys know, I'm a very like like career driven like you know. Success, 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 all the time, right? And um, so I don't know, just apart me felt like a failure that time in my life. Um, thank God it wasn't for too long. But in those few months, I was not telling people, I was not telling my friends that I, I'm not working or whatever. Like, I, it was just, I think, yeah, only only him and probably my family knew. Okay. I, I have, I have two, two questions. So um, first on the how do you identify the entanglement at the time? I, first of all, for my, for my experience, the way, the reason why I was in those entanglements is because I truly did not take time to understand who I was, what I wanted, what I needed. Like there were elements that I was just going with the flow. I wasn't taking time to understand me. Um, and how I, obviously when you go through certain situations, you learn more about yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you're just, when you're in those situations, if you're literally just going with the flow, you're not learning anything, it's dangerous because that's how we continuously get ourselves into those type of situations. I wonder why 
because we haven't learned the lesson. But one of the things that you said was it was unlike you to be in, a, in that career space, but I actually would like to question if it was also unlike you to be in that type of headspace because it, yes, the career, the career element, you know, wasn't what you wanted, but it has to be within us somewhere to get to allow those type of things to happen like like for example you make plans they don't work but how you deal with those plans not working that's already in you no i agree and um uh so uh, a realization for me in response to the question i asked was um sometimes you just it's it's really about checking your your value system yeah and um what you place value in um, although naturally I'm still somebody that placed a lot of value in, in my career and stuff like that. It, you know, it's, I had to really unlearn the, the, the reality that I'm not defined by the things that I do. Mm-hmm. And so should things not go right, I don't need to feel like a failure. Right. And I think that sometimes when you're in that situation is really, um, I don't know. I don't want to kind of christianize it but is the is 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 the perfect moment to really be vulnerable with god and um you know submit to him because i think that you can't it's for our our default is that we're human is a spirit that lives in us that is able to enable us and empower us and give us the grace to do things that just naturally don't come that doesn't come easy to us and i it's it's very important that in these situations just accept that you yourself your flesh doesn't want it's not gonna want something else and so i don't know that for me the key thing is to take a step back and if you're a christian like try and use that moment to um to establish something else outside of your situation i basically i'm trying to say you have to gain clarity if I don't see, if I don't gain clarity, I can't see the situation for what it is because in my lens, it's fine. My question is, if you're in a situation where the, the, the decision is made for you and you have no choice but to, to take that time out, what do, what do we do? What do we do when the decision isn't made for us and we're in that spot where it's like, we have to think about this entanglement that we're in and we have to make a decision to better ourselves and get out of it. How do, what advice would we give ourselves at that moment? That, that's what I'm saying, that you need clarity. How? No, but how? 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 Okay, and, that's, and that's why I come back to my point about me asking Rosalind, in that time, did you have anyone that you could speak to? Because sometimes, like she said, your lens are clouded by whatever it is you have if there's at least one friend you know that you can chat to like I know when I was going through certain things I spoke to two of my cousins who I would consider like literally my cousins and my sisters sorry and they were able to you know outline things to me and challenge me about the things I was saying and thinking if it wasn't for them I don't think I would have been like clear enough on the phone I wouldn't have been able to confidently say I'm in an entanglement does that make sense? Is the way that they challenged me, the questions, and even me talking to them, you can hear the nonsense coming out of your mouth, and you're like, whoa, am I really? Yeah. There? No, I, I you know, that's why I, I asked you, like, did you have someone that you could engage in conversation with about your situation? Because sometimes those conversations allow you to recognize you're in an entanglement. Because yeah. for agree. me, I'd, I, when you're in it, how do you, at, at what point do you realize you're in an entanglement? Like how? I, I agree but I, so I think that's one like the the people around you but it's not natural for me to share 
certain things with people I, I in life i'm growing to be better at it but yeah. i'm i'm i will i'm i will kind of keep it to myself so yeah. i just think that even if the situation is this decision is not made for you it's just about really listening to how you're feeling because in a lots of this situation you actually feel rubbish like it's not a nice situation and so it's really about unpacking i don't know like even if it's just a pause i don't because if you're not telling anybody who who's gonna help you but the thing is Rosalind, you feel rubbish but you feel in love and for me what for me, i can only speak from my personal experience but what because i wasn't telling anybody then and although he decided to go and go with the girl he came back and all these situations and so for me it was really about listening to like regardless of how this person makes me feel majority of the time there's something that is making me feel worse and I had to listen to that voice and figure out why I'm feeling that way. So that, that's, that's, so that's my point. So when Kenya is now talking about friends, I, I personally, if I'm looking back at how, when I was in those situations, I did speak to, I'm somebody that does, um, that naturally really spoke to my friends. I'm not, I'm not that person now. I'm actually more speak to God, speak to account people that I'm accountable to, my mentors. And then I will speak to my friend. Like it's not, I've, I've changed that and I've seen the difference in it. But when I was like, younger, as soon as something happened, I would speak to my friends about it. But, you know, all my friendship group will all know that Abisoy is going through an entanglement with someone. Entanglement with someone. So they all, they, <laughs> they all, they would all know. And the advice that I would get from them would mainly be like, yeah, like, girl, like, you know, you don't deserve that. But then at the same time, if you did something nice, we'd be like, oh, yeah, girl, like, you know, you're mad. So it was it was a bit confusing. So mm. I don't think even with friends, even if they meant well, everybody's doing their own thing. Everybody's doing hush, 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 hush. Nobody's really saying what's going on. Mm. Um, so even when they were giving me advice, they were giving me advice based on what they were doing, um, which wasn't equally any better. So I would say it's really difficult when you're in that moment to establish that you're, you know, this, this situation is hurting you. And in my, in my experience, the reason why I've gone out of it is because I didn't have a choice to get out. That there was like, sometimes it was like the choice was made for me. And I think it's really difficult to, to, um, to make a decision to, to exit a situation. For me, what I would just say is that the, 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 it's not normal to feel a certain type of way and when you're feeling if when you're feeling like you're with somebody they're not available all the time or they're not really available to you in the level that you expect and it's making you feel uncomfortable listen to that and pause yeah. listen yeah. to that and pause and assess the situation right assess the situation but also assess how you feel about that and are you actually okay with that mm-hmm. and unpack that feeling a bit more you know because i think that w- the, the in the entirety of these kind of situations it feels nice but the stress that it comes with the stress is always bigger than the nice moment you know mm-hmm. and so that's it's like if the the stress if you're in a situation right now and you feel like the that you you're always you're you're always having anxiety there's all these things and a lot of the stress a lot of the negative feelings a lot of the concerns are completely away in the good moments but you you still feel like you love them regardless that is not normal it's not normal feeling your your mind your heart your body's trying to tell you something take a moment and unpack that and i think that even just that pause could help you just 
reassess whether you're leaving whether you're staying it's just i think it's a moment of you just as i've said you just go with the flow and you feel like feeling like that is normal it's like oh i'm gonna this relationship i'm there to do right or die or it doesn't really it doesn't really matter it's it's really about pausing and assessing the situation you're in because when you're just going with the flow your feelings are always going to just be up and down up and down so yeah i don't it's hard it's it's hard to it's not easy for you to come it's very impossible for you to make that decision and walk away and all these kind of things like it's hard but i think it's even pausing that would mean that okay does it mean having the necessary conversation with the person does it mean speaking to the right people for advice does it mean xyz but you have to really pause and listen to how you're feeling because i'm basically trying to say that feeling is not normal because when we're in that situation we think it's normal august thought it was normal for him to be with jada even though she wasn't really available to him like that you know i'm sure there were situations that maybe was awkward with will and he didn't you know he might have not been happy with their situation he shouldn't listen to that yeah and then it says okay how do i really feel about how how i'm feeling you know what do you think easier said and done though yeah it's a lot easier said than done yeah, yeah. That, that's just the main thing it, it's quite a hard one i i find like i think you as an individual i think it comes down to your character as well um yeah. and how you approach it then do you know what I mean like for example like Abs you were saying based upon your experiences seeking f- things from your friends was not advice from your friends was not great but then and Rosen saying you know taking time out like actually just listening to the pain and taking time out is what works best and then there's some people who will listen to, who hear the pain and they rather not deal with it and just keep pressing on but that's because that's because pain becomes comfortable pain the state that state becomes a norm and that's why i was saying like entanglements become a normal thing yeah um, that when you're out of it you're like wait this is a bit boring what's going on there's sometimes in relationships or in in previous relationships you've had you've you've been like oh yeah this is like there's fire there's flame something's going on wow it's passion there's this and there's that but when you actually reflect on it it's like Ah, there was trouble. There was annoyance. There was stress. There was it, and and that's what you were um, equating to passion, to love, to you know this and that, and that's not, that's not, and then and then if it's not happening, you're like, oh, this guy's boring. Right. You know what? Um, what what just came to mind was, I don't know. I don't. This might be a bit controversial to say, but I think all in all, (laughs) if you're in that position as well, it's okay. Because sometimes being these situations force growth in your life. Mm. Um, like, because how I will get out of it, how I will assess it, how Abs will assess it, as Kenya said, I think upon reflection, it, it is different for a lot of people and it's not easy to walk away from. However, um, what is constant in life is growth and time. Even if that's your situation now, that's okay. But you just have to press on and um, figure it out in your own way. But with these situations, be it that you're still in it, be it that you, you're able to come out of it, they will force you to shine your eye and they will yeah. force you to grow ultimately. Yeah. I would say as well with what you said, in these situations, especially as a Christian, I think we need to reflect and think, is this what God wants for us? and genuinely not just 
think for ourselves but scripturally is this the type of situation that god wants us you know wants for his children um to be in this you know does he want us to be in these type of positions you know i mean we may go through things like Rosalind's saying we may go through situations which help us to grow but ultimately that's not the long-term position that God wants us to be in as his children. You know, he wants us to flourish, you know, flourishing comes in different shapes and forms. We all have our different, you know, situations. We all have a different um, walks in life, but ultimately that state of confusion, that state of constant pain, that state of suffering, it's not, it's not what God wants for us. It may happen in various stages of our life, but we shouldn't normalize that and think that that's where we should be. A complication doesn't necessarily mean exit. Exit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But where God wants you to be will determine whether it's an exit or not. Yeah. 100%. Some people can be in a situation where the external is that your partner has a child. So you're dealing with your child's, um, the, your partner's child's, you know, um, mother. And that could be your external complication. But that doesn't mean that you have to. to scrap it because of that complication as christians we would say is this what god wants for me you as an individual who even if you're a non-believer you can sit and think is this what i want for myself Mm. do you know what i mean isn't it for christians of course our standard is god but as for non-believers still you can you know is this what i really want for myself do i want to be in a situation whereby i have my man picking in between me and this other person do i want to be in a situation whereby I'm forever feeling, you know, very, very low because of the things this person is saying to me or they're doing to me or whatever else, you know. So as a non-believer, you can also do that same thing of thinking, is this for me? Am I, is this what I'm worth? Is this what I deserve? You know? Do you guys think that, do you guys not feel that, to be honest, before you get into an entanglement, um, you know, as I said before, I was in like this weird place, all that stuff here. Yeah. So I t- entertain wrong situations. Don't you feel like a lot of the times, based on the state that we're in, we're more susceptible to find ourselves in this kind of situations? Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. That reminds me, actually, because there was this post that was going around on Instagram about this girl who um, said that she was with her, she's been with her partner for three years, but her partner's... Uh, her, her partner's father has been hitting on her. First, she she said that he rubbed her, rubbed past her um, when they when they met the first time. Second time, he bought her a Prada purse, and inside the purse, he said, um, "Call me when you're done with my son." And when I heard that, I was thinking, okay, she she's now asking for advice about what can she do. But she's at that moment, she's at that pivotal moment where she can enter the entanglement. Or she can she can change the story, mm-hmm. but it's like where we are in our life and what we put value in um, actually gets us into those type of situations. Maybe she's like, I've been with this man for three years, I don't want to lose him, um, so I'm going to keep quiet. When actually keeping quiet makes the situation worse. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's about what we fear to lose as well. Mm. I, so in with that scenario. Um, I, so I, I understand why it's a, it's a, it's an awkward situation because she stands to lose her partner mm-hmm. and, um, it, I don't know, maybe ruffle a, a bit of feathers or whatever. But I think that a lot of the times these situations, if you know who you are and you, ha- you know, you, your, um, 
you stand up for something as in like what you place value in and is important to you and you don't want to compromise that you sometimes you just have to rip off the band-aid and like those situations even if it means that people's feelings will be hurt or you stand to lose something because um we've even been getting into an entangled situation i think that as a woman if you don't place value in yourself if you don't love yourself um if you don't move in a certain way it it's easy to spot those situations and overlook them as nothing yeah um whereas because you're in a in a like mentally how you're seeing the world what um just what you decide to like you're guarding yourself what you decide to enter what you don't allow to enter you're very selective about it like i just think that being in a healthy place increases your chances of making better decisions right Mm -hmm. and so it's important for you to be in that place and i think that um you know for her even if she was asking a question or whatever it's like i would think that she sees something wrong with that and hopefully she did do something about it but i think when it comes to these entangled situations a lot of the times if you you're not in a great place you Mm -hmm. don't view those situations as that bad right and then you entertain it so i think that it's very important that you know as human beings constantly we're always working on ourselves we're always Mm -hmm. making ourselves better we're always um there's always room for self-growth because the better version that you are of yourself the more and the better the more likely will be that you will make better decisions Mm. but i'll keep the back though child (laughs) that's 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 a story for another day Oh, I'm like, keeping this bag and I'm telling your son, Pim. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Thank you very much. Thanks for the bag. Thank you for your services. <laughs> Mad. Oh gosh. Well, I hope it has helped to hear that, you know, that we've all been in everyone has been in in, in some sort of entangled situation, to be honest. It's mm. not just Jada, definitely. Um, we've all been in our own share of it. And it's just a matter of how do we move forward and the people that we come out, we become on the other side of it. Um, so yeah, we hope you guys enjoy this. Mm. Just let us know what you think about it. Yeah. And if you have any more ideas on how we can overcome entanglement that will be good as well so we can help out our sisters and brothers who are uh in an entanglement as give no more sorry give and give normal situations a chance because i feel like we have this draw to complication thinking is spicy and it, it like like it's fiery fireworks all that like it really isn't sometimes being in peaceful situations like we need to normalize that more i think we don't Mm. normalize like healthy normal relationships we always is the the relationships are very higgy hagger that we think that oh when is the plot story that's when the story is sweeter but that's not that's not our portion please Mm. yeah um so as always don't forget to like share and also comment um your thoughts and feelings on this episode you can follow us on twitter and on instagram at preachers pod and also you can follow myself kenya on instagram at kxns underscore and you can follow me on twitter at coco kens <laughs> you can follow me Abisoye on Instagram at Abisoye Opsin or on Twitter at Abisoye underscore Opsin. And 
it's your girl Foslin. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter or on Instagram at Roslyn Bar. <laughs> Thank you for locking in, guys. Bye. Bye.